Well, greetings here from sunny Northern California. At least here, it's a really nice spring day. I've been pondering what subject I was going to podcast on next, and I have been inspired by so many of you with such great questions, and I've spoken to some of those questions in the last episode or two. Well, today I was inspired yet again by another email, and it was about the topic of oil and the airline industry. Well, a few podcasts ago, I spoke to the fact that oil had gone into negative territory, and I spoke to why. I did that podcast about oil because it was just such a bizarre circumstance for oil to be worthless or less than worthless. And I kind of wanted to, at least for this group, inform you all why. And then I kind of just forgot about oil. I mean, I moved on to other areas of my portfolio to work on and study, and I do this almost every day. And you know, a lot of it is because I like it and I enjoy it, but uh, I'm always learning, adjusting, and, and buying and selling. My pandemic uh, strategy has been that the tsunami is coming when companies report their quarterly earnings now and in the coming quarters. I've been trimming some profitable positions and stashing some cash, and really for two reasons. One being, we're not out of the woods in this pandemic market, and we could and will still see some market corrections. The second is that I'm always actively looking and trying to find a, a, a new position in a new stock that I will, I believe will recover in the long run. I mean, I, I look for that all the time, regardless of this market on sale, so to speak. So that delicate balance between, I want to be in this market, I've made some my paper, money back on paper, and I've made some money back on my actual losses since the you know tsunami happened. And you know, I, I go between that and do I want to participate in this market at all? Well, yeah, I will always be in the market. I mean, mainly because I need dividend income. So I don't see myself ever just getting out of the market. Okay, with all that said today, I received an email speaking to the oil industry and the airline industry. And what's funny and a learning for me was that I thought there is no way in heck I'm going to invest in either of those industries. Not saying I won't either, but... I will either, but I'm just saying that was my first response to myself when I saw this. Oil and airlines? Oh, man, run. Then in composing the reply email, I spoke to the risk assessment piece. You know, if you're young and you have a long runway ahead, your risk is going to be on the high side. For me, too, I thought they're going to be high betas. They're historically high. So, yes, and they are more volatile than the market when you look at the specifics of the beta. But I spoke in my reply about opinions. You know, what are her opinions of the future of oil, the future of airlines? You know, I always say, trust your gut instincts, trust your intuition. What's your intuition? What do you think based on what you've studied? I mean, I told her the Industrial Revolution was fueled by fossil fuels. Just imagine where we would be without fossil fuels in the last hundred years or longer. My grandpa was basically a caveman. I mean, <laughs> no home heat except a wood stove, no electricity for most of his life. I mean, how crazy it would be for him to come back and see what's going on now? I think about what my grandson will see in his lifetime. What will the changes be? Because in my lifetime, it's, it's been amazing, as I am all sure you could reflect on that for you. Will I become the caveman to my grandson 50 years from now? It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, oops. Got a little hit of myself there. I'm, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Anyway, back to the email. I replied to her that the CEO of Southwest just said the other day that their company will look much different and smaller if this continues to go on in terms of their loss of revenue. 
Uh, Southwest just posted their first loss in over a decade. I think it was 11 years. As you're all sick of hearing me say, I just don't pick stocks, and I really don't even like giving direction. And Basically, as I'm saying in this podcast all the time, who knows what's going to happen? Nobody has the crystal ball. I mean, I don't know how the financial pundits live with themselves when they direct people to do something and then it tanks. I have enough on my mind and my conscience for my portfolio and taking care of my family. I can't burden, burden the bear the burden of yours, too. That's probably why I teach and, and not guess about where you should put your money. Okay, not where I thought I was going, but it's, I always seem to end up there. Where I was going with this was that after I took the time to respond to her, I was pondering myself, why was I so quick to dismiss oil and airlines? I mean, they've been crushed. And as I said a couple of podcasts ago, there will be stocks you buy that now, that in a few years down the road, you'll be very happy you did. But I didn't think about that when she brought up oil and airlines. What she brought up to me, and I was too jaded by the industry's demise to see what she was trying to say. And she put some good data in her email. But I realized then maybe she brought up a great opportunity. I've been looking and studying for opportunities this whole market, and maybe this is one of them. As I studied a while, I came across some compelling articles out there and all the noise. But I thought there was some compelling information in these articles. I mean, the of the six major airlines that they went down approximately from 45% to 65% in the last 60 to 90 days that's the definition of getting crushed that's really if you think it'll recover the definition of opportunity so is there opportunity i'm going to say probably i mean the world isn't going to stop flying and traveling forever it doesn't mean that they will all go away in fact as weaker airlines go bankrupt and go away, that could be beneficial to those that survive. It probably will be and could be a slow burn to recovery, but to buy a stock that is down 45 to 65%, well, I'll leave you to ponder that as well. I'm just guessing that their dividends are done for the most part. I'd have to go look further and I haven't. I'm guessing that their PEs will crater if they even have any profit to have a PE. The bait has always been on the higher end for the airline industry but and oil, but I still, you know, I think I have to give it more than a passing glance. Airlines will be huge benefactors of loyal oil prices in the glut of oil in the world. And I don't see that the oil prices are going to be recovering quickly. That for me, I'm going to be looking closely at some airline stocks. I would put this in my higher risk bucket of money. However, if you remember the bucket of money strategy I speak to in season one, so this would be my higher risk, which is a smaller portfolio position in my portfolio. Now, what about oil? Well, dividends are exploding because of the low prices. I mean, Chevron's at 8% dividend right now. And folks, that's a nice return, even before any price growth. I mean, I take my portfolio, and if I could get guaranteed 8% from now on, I would just, you know, put my feet up and play with the grandbaby. But having been re recently burned on higher beta, high dividend stocks that I spoke to a couple episodes ago, I'm a little puckered right now about if they can sustain that dividend. I've never seen, doesn't mean it hasn't happened, but I've really never seen a stock that cuts or suspends or eliminates their dividends and doesn't get crushed in price too. Now, not all oil companies are going to do that. Some are financially stronger than others and maybe will weather the storm. Those are the ones I'd look for. Okay, full stop. Right now, I was writing this, uh, I thought, I'm going to check on Exxon. Exxon pays almost 8% dividend, too. 
at hot off the wire in the last few minutes is that they froze their dividend. The stock responded by going up over 5% today. So I guess freezing a dividend is not that much of an event. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. But it really is a big deal. Uh, Exxon has been paying dividends for over 100 years uninterrupted. Wow, that's something to be proud of. Good management. They're an aristocrat. Or I should say they were because now they'll drop off the list because after increasing dividends for 37 years, they broke the streak. Is this a bump in the road? Is this a sign of things to come? Again, time will tell us that story. Are oil companies a buy right now with a high dividends? As always, I'll leave that up for you to decide for your own portfolio. Will oil companies recover? I'll leave it up for you to decide, but I think it's worth a look. Okay, now... I get an email from this young woman who asked me a couple of questions about oil and airlines, and it leads me to study and still more study to come, but she opened my eyes because I've been staying away from both. I still may stay away, but there are some compelling reasons to dip a toe in the water, or at least see if it's a possible investment for your portfolio. I thank her for taking the time to send me the email, and this is the power of sharing information. It really is. Last in my group email that I'm calling John's Investment Group, I will send three articles I found very compelling on oil and airlines today. Until next time, short podcast today, but happy trails. And I always want God's blessing upon me, and so that's why I ask for him to bless you as well. God bless y'all.